Good afternoon, this is Quintus Curtius, and welcome back to the Fortress of the Mind podcast. We're right on the end of the month here, the first month of 2016. Hope it was a good month for you. And this podcast is going to be about charity, how to show kindness through charity. And I did an article on this subject yesterday, early yesterday, and I wanted to follow follow it up with a podcast on the same subject just to have a chance to amplify and expand on some of the things that we brought up in that article. In fact, I'm going to read the article, but before I do that, I want to give a few introductory comments here to help paint a larger picture here of what all this means. You know, you may think to yourself, hey, you know, look, I've got all I can do to survive. I don't even want to think about charity. You know, I could care less about helping somebody else. I could care less about uh, uh, volunteering or doing work for somebody or rendering services or contributing or whatever. And that's fine. You know, I used to be the same way too, you know, years ago. I used to be the same way because, you know, we get caught up in our, you know, projects and objectives in life. We get ensnared, I think, in many ways in a lot of the, the, the swirling eddies and flows of the current of life. And these things can drag us down, can drag us into deeper waters. And when that happens, I think we miss the bigger picture. And the bigger picture is this. There is a a certain spiritual truth, and there's no other word for it. There's no other phrase for it. That tells us that when you give, when you give something out, you get more back. When you give out, you get more back. Now, it's hard to see that. It's hard to really appreciate the truth of that. But let me tell you, it is true. Now, I'm not advocating or saying that you should be frivolous with your money or your time. I'm not saying that you should render aid or services to people who are unworthy. In fact, just the opposite. And we'll talk about that in the later on in the podcast. But what I am saying is this. You need to keep this big picture in mind. If you've been made fortunate by circumstances in life and chances are you are you know if you're if you have your health and if you have your working ability you are fortunate believe me compared to uh, most of the world now you may not be where you want to be you may not be precisely where you hope to be but you are fortunate you are fortunate and you need to understand that you need to appreciate that and if you think i'm exaggerating take a trip to the hospital sometime go walk through a hospital Sit in the waiting room of a hospital sometime or in the emergency room of a hospital sometime and then you'll find out just how lucky you are. Because no matter how bad it gets, it can always get a lot worse. And if you think I'm kidding about that, do what I just said and then you'll find out. So charity is important. It really is important because when you've been blessed, when you have been fortunate, you have to give back in some ways. Now, you know, there are selfish reasons for doing this. You know, these concerns are not merely altruistic. Again, there is that spiritual truth that we talked about, which is that when you give out, you get back. I'm not sure how it works. I don't know why it works. I don't know exactly the the nature of that. But I do know that when you start to contribute your time and maybe even a little bit of money, good things start to happen to you. Things snowball and things gather momentum on their own. For every person you help, maybe they'll tell five other people and it will operate as a net benefit to you. 
So spread the love around. Spread the love around. So what we'll do now is read the article, How to Show Kindness Through Charity, because I've been told that people like it when I read these articles because they can put their headphones on, and if they're on the subway or if they're riding their bike or whatever, they can listen to me read the article and they can get the information in the way that they prefer it. So we will now read How to Show Kindness Through Charity, which appeared at qcurtius.com on January 30th of this year. And again, this um, the points that I bring out in this article are points that I've uh, learned from experience over the past few years. So uh, all of them are based on experience. All right. Charity, kindness, and other acts of benevolence may be far from your mind. The pressures and confusions of life can weigh on us and prevent us from seeing the need to help others. The degree to which one is disposed to think of such things often depends on his age and station in life. Yet for most of us, there will come a time when we will want to give something back to those who have, in some small way, enabled us to make our own progress. And so the charitable impulse is born. It comes from the best of motivations, which is the desire to extend kindness to one's fellows. But how to go about doing this are some ways better than others. We will spend some time here discussing these questions in a general way. There is no charity unless one is providing one of the following. One, gifts of money. Two, expenditure of time. Or three, hospitality. So, time and money is the basis of all charitable giving. You can either give one or the other, or you can give both. It is easier for a wealthy man to give his money than his time. And for this reason, we do not often see bank presidents working in soup kitchens, administering to the needy. But some problems can arise with gifts through money that we should be aware of. And the first problem is that a gift of money often has less resonance than the giving of one's time in a personal service. The giver writes the check and he is done. And once that money is used, it is often forgotten. The person getting it may remember it, or his family may remember it, but its benefits are not transmitted as broadly as those arising out of personal service rendered. But this should not be taken to discourage monetary gifts. In many situations, it is the most practical and most realistic option available. But the giving of money can lead to unpleasant consequences, and we should be aware of these. One of these consequences is corruption. He who receives the charity may become dependent on it, and those who witness the gift may become consumed by envy. The receiver begins to identify the giver only with money and sees him as nothing but a checkbook. Not only this, but the giver of a monetary gift comes to believe that anything can be bought with the writing of a check. So the best advice for the benefactor is to give on occasion, but not too much. Lavish gift-giving is especially to be avoided. It corrupts the recipients, and it is not appreciated by them. For some reason... People see the expenditure of huge sums of money 
to many people as of less consequence and of less importance than relatively small sums given to individuals. We can say that gratitude needs a specific target. It will otherwise dissipate itself if the charity is spread around too broadly or to too many people. And this is why the best way for the extremely wealthy man to give money is to channel their largesse into a very specific location, such as a museum, a school, or a hospital. And in this way, there remains a visible monument to their beneficence. Now, the second type of charity is the spending of time, the donating of time. And this is probably the type of charity that the rest of us, the average person, is most familiar with. Most of us are not super wealthy. Most of, most of us are just average. And the best example I can think of in this category is the performing of pro bono, pro bono legal work or pro bono services of, of some other type. That is, the taking of a case without monetary reward from the person we are doing the service for. And the satisfaction that can be found in this sort of charity is very deep. Not only does the recipient generally appreciate it if he's a good person, but all of his friends and family will appreciate it as well. Now, I want to make the qualifier here that the person will appreciate it if they're a good person. not, Not everyone is a good person, and there are some people who won't appreciate it. And if that's the case, it doesn't matter. Imagine that you're not doing it for him. Imagine that you're doing it for yourself. You're doing it for your own benefit. You're doing it for your own edification. Whether someone appreciates it, whether someone appreciates it or not, is irrelevant to the fact that you actually did do the service. You did make that effort. You did contribute, and that's what matters. Some people do not have the means to solve problems on their own, and we should be mindful of this. At the same time, we should not make the mistake of thinking that every poor person is a good one. There are just as many poor people of low character as there are rich people of low character. In my experience, there is little correlation between wealth and moral goodness. There is little correlation between wealth and moral rectitude. Some people who have money are good and some are not. The primary considerations in deciding who to help should be the nature and character of the person. Did they get themselves into this situation? And if so, are there any mitigating circumstances? And by mitigating, I mean Are there any good excuses or good reasons that would justify why they're in that situation? Are they the victims of some injustice? Have they made any effort to help themselves? The objections to performing personal services as charity are usually based on time and the lack of opportunity. I have no time, or I have no idea how to go about doing that, are frequent responses in this regard. And yet, When we think about such excuses, we will see them for what they are, which is just that, excuses. Doing some service for someone, if it is properly selected, is not a large imposition of time, and the rewards one gets from doing such a service are great. For a lawyer, for example, it is a great feeling to be able to protect someone who is suffering from some injustice or from some oppression. Now, the last type of charity is hospitality, and this is one that often goes under overlooked. Not many people think about hospitality as charity, but it really is. It really is when you start to consider what it involves. This is the one that is most easily rendered. In many 
older, more traditional societies, hospitality was extremely important. Among the peoples of the Middle East, not to be hospitable to outsiders was a grave offense. In those parts of the world, hospitality was literally a matter of life or death. Among the Bedouins, for example, traveling for long distances over rough terrain was common. If someone refused to provide a traveler food, water, or shelter, it would be grounds for a blood feud. For this reason, hospitality came to be highly regarded as a virtue in that society. Unfortunately, it seems to be something of a lost art in the West. We render hospitality when we permit others to stay at our residence for short periods, when we, when our friends or acquaintances burden us with their problems, or when we extend other kindnesses to guests in social ways. It is extremely important for the absence of a hospitable nature immediately generates resentment in others and there is no surer way of attracting a reputation as a miser. So, if you have the opportunity, consider extending some sort of charity to others in one of the forms that we described above. You will be the better person for it. You will find that it has reciprocal benefits. Both you and the recipient will come out much better for it. That will conclude the podcast for today. I'm Quintus Curtius, and this was brought to you by Fortress of the Mind Productions. And if you've enjoyed this podcast, again, I would ask you to go to iTunes and rate me there on iTunes so that others can find these podcasts. I would appreciate it. I would also ask that if you've bought one of my books and if you've enjoyed one of my books, uh, to go to Amazon.com and to write a short review of the book because all of those reviews do help a lot in enabling people to find my work, and I do appreciate that. Until next time, I'm Quintus Curtius. Good night.